Hi, it's Ethan Hayter and you're listening to QuickLink Podcast. Hello and welcome to QuickLink Podcast show 399. It's Thursday, the 3rd of February. Three races again today as Valenciana, Saudi Tour and Etoile de Passage continue. Happy birthday today to the Leone boss of Park Hotel Valkenburg, to Reinhardt Janssen van Rensburg, most recently of Quebec and Nextash, and to Con McDunphy of Evo Pro. In today's headlines, Egan Bernal has today posted that he's undergone a successful second round of surgery on his spine following a collision with a bus at the end of last month. He reports full mobility and no neurological damage after a lengthy list of injuries. Bernal has reportedly had seven operations since that crash. In retirement news, Ashley Mormon Passio has announced she'll hang up her Luc Kios at the end of this season, while her SD Works teammate Chantel Vanderbrook Black has signed a contract extension, taking her through to the end of 2024, after she previously said that she'd retire this year. David Rebelin is calling time on his career in October when he'll be 51. He's probably run out of injection sites. Completely unrelated, but Alejandro Valverde will also piss off after the World Championships. Racing then, let's start in Gard in southern France for stage 2 of Etoile de Bessege, 156 kilometres from saint christophe les Alles to Rousson with three Cat 2 climbs. The first at Côte de la Salle, 40k in, then reasonably flat until Côte de Pradel after 130k, then the finish coming with a 1600 metre drag to the line at 6%. Mads Pedersen in orange after his win in Bellegarde yesterday on a very similar finish. Your four-man break who escaped in the opening 20k were Jens Reinders of Flanders Balois, Marty Marquez of Kern Farmer, Thomas Denis of Lille Metropole and Alex Goujard of B&B Hotels. Reinders took the first KOM at La Salle with the gap having touched about four minutes but it evaporated as the race headed to Pradel with just 30 seconds of the gap at the base of that penultimate climb. Up it, Remy Rojas of Cofidis went into attack mode, catching Marquez who was the last man standing, Marquez will wear the KOM jersey tomorrow, and opened up a lead of around 15 seconds or so. On the descent, Sebastian Reichenbach came to join him, and he later dropped the Frenchman before EF and UAE drove the front of the bunch to bring it all back together for the final drag to the line. Connor Swift gave it some beans halfway up that final 1.6k ramp, but Pedersen wasn't easily shaken off, and in the race leader's jersey he did make a move, but he was rolled by Brian Cockard in his first race since joining Cofidis from BNB, and the 29-year-old Frenchman took the dub. So a win for Brian Cocard of Cofidis, his first since August 2020. Second for Mads Pedersen of Trek Segafredo, he keeps the GC lead by 17 seconds. Third for Tobias Johannesson of Uno X, and fourth for Matteo Bergado of Total Energies, he moves up to second overall. They were the four riders who took it to the line together. Then four seconds back, Alberto Bertio on fifth, Benjamin Thomas in sixth, Connor Swift seventh, then Milan Menton, Clement Champoussin and Pierre Latour ahead of Corbin Strong, Diego Ulisi and Jay Vine, with everyone else almost 20 seconds down or more. Tomorrow's Stage 3 sees 155k of racing out and back from Bessege itself. A Cat 1 climb in Diosis comes 15k in, then shortly into the first of three Cat 2 lumps en route back into town. Last year we saw eventual race winner Tim Welland clip off the front in the final 20k to win solo ahead of a chase group of a dozen. Now let's switch continents and head to the Saudi Tour. And it's another opportunity to hear from our Katie. She's on Twitter at Right Bike Repeat. Here's Katie. Now to the Saudi tour. It was stage three of the first of the sport washing tours of the year, and we saw a flat stage going through a straight bit of desert for 181 kilometres. Barring Victorious's Santiago Botrago wore the green leader's jersey following his win on stage two. And with the day expected to end in a bunch sprint, it was likely to be a day of consolidation for his team. 
The saving grace in terms of entertainment value, as it so often is in the desert races, were the crosswinds. They were strong from the beginning of the race, and following a few early crashes, the bunch fractured with a lead group of 27 riders, headed up by Quickstep Alpha Vinyl in the lead echelon. They were reeled back in by the second group, containing Bushrago, to be replaced by a breakaway of three riders, with 70 kilometres to go. They were Edward Plankart from Alpacine Phoenix, Anthony Turgis from Total Energies, and Benjamin de Klerk from Arkea Samsic. They built a lead of three minutes before Turgis moved clear. He toiled alone in the whipping desert winds before he was finally reeled back in, with 14 kilometres to go. It was a long, agonising process, which saw him slowing, then the peloton slowing, repeatedly for quite a while, before he practically had to beg to be reabsorbed by the bunch, after taking a battering for absolutely no reason, other than to send the social media pundits into a frenzy about his early season form. Down to the business end of the race then, and as a whimper of crosswinds threatened to split the lead group once again, Quickstep Alpha Vinyl burst out ahead of the bunch to try and get a gap. They were almost successful, but the wind died down, and they quickly disappeared into obscurity. This left the stage to be decided by the expected bunch sprint, and in a battle for positioning, Bike Exchange emerged victorious, with Luca Mezkech performing the lead-out duties for Dylan Kronenweke, who took his first win for the team, despite the incredible acceleration of Caleb Ewan, who recovered from poor positioning to almost come through on the Dutchman. The top ten on the stage were Dylan Kronenweke from Bike Exchange, Daniel McClay from Arkea Samsic, Caleb Ewan from Lotto Sedal, Danny Van Poppel from Bora Hansgrohe, Alberto Dainese from Team DSM, Fernando Gaviria from Team UAE, Erland Blickra from the Uno X Pro Cycling Team, Jasper Devoist from Lotto Sidal, Simone Consoni from Copidus, and Davide Bellarini from Quickstep. In the general classification, following stage three, Betrago continues to lead from Caleb Ewan and Maxim van Gil from Lotto Sidal. And finally to Spain for day two of Volta Valenciana, 171.5 kilometres from Patera to Torrent. A lumpy day, but nothing to trouble the bunch, as they made an anti-clockwise loop from one suburb of Valencia to another via the edge of the rolling hills of the Bunal Park. Six men up the road early doors, Ben King and Jerry Roscop of Human Powered Health, aka Rally Cycling, three Spaniards in Sergio Martin of Calla Rural, Ivan Cobo of Curtin Farmer, and Xavier Asparant of Euskadi. They had Matthias Peschens of Bingol for company. Out to five minutes until they lost Kobo, and then Martin until four remained at the 20k marker, heading into the day's final climb. That's a Cat 3 4k 3% of it at Calicanto, where they were gobbled up by the pack as Dylan Tayans went to clear with a solo move on the early slopes. Tayans opened up a gap before a nasty looking crash for David Decker of Jumbo Visma, thankfully unscathed apart from some superficial wounds caused from riding off a cliff at 40k. Everyone back together for a technical finish then, with a crash just outside the safety buff of the 3k zone forcing a split, but Quickstep got through and Remco Evnepol, the race leader, pulling turns for the sprint finish. With 300 metres to go, Fabio Jakobsen sprinted from the left and opened up a gap that wouldn't be closed, with enough time gained to enjoy the win over the line. Fabio Jakobsen winning for Quickstep, so they go two from two in the race. Second for Juan Sebastian Milano of UAE Team Emirates, and third for Elia Viviani, back with Ineos Grenadiers. Matty Mohoric fourth, Alexander Kristoff in fifth, then Luca Mozzato, Remco Evnepol, Andrea Pascalon, Laurent Rex, and Jesus Esquera, sixth to tenth. As you were in the top three on GC, it's Evnepol from Alexander Vlasov by 19 seconds, then Carlos Rodriguez at 37. Ben King is the KOM, he picked up 18 points today to add to his 12 from yesterday. He's already got a 22 point lead. 
There's 155k tomorrow from Alicante to the top of Alto de la Atenas de Magmo Tibi. The final climb is 10k long at 7.5%, but the final 5k are in double digits. If that's not bad enough, they've already gone over Calderate's 60k in. We'll be back tomorrow with the news from that, and whatever else happens, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye now. You've been listening to Quicklink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at Quicklink Pod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now. <laughs>